0: Hey guys it's Melissa here from Reiki with Melissa. So the podcast that I'm going to do today is all about busy lives. And I was going to say busy women, but I don't want to count any men out who I know there are probably some men who listen to this podcast and you're busy as well. it's not it's not about women. It's just about being busy. and more specifically it's aimed towards parents of children, young children, and children of aging parents, because I had an experience tonight, and I've had an experience over the past couple of weeks that I want to share with you that really made me want to do this podcast. So as you know, I'm a mom of twins, so I know what being busy is like, I know what running around like a chicken with your head cut off is like, I know what going to sleep at night, where you're head hardly touches the pillow and you're just out because you're so tired is like I know what sitting and crying because you just don't know how you're going to get through the next few days is like where you're so overbooked that you just don't know how you're going to get through it all and thankfully I always had a village around me which was my mom my brother my sister my aunt my uh you know friends just different people who were always there for me that helped me out. You know, when I just thought, I don't know how I'm going to do this, they would step up and say, I can help you. And I am so thankful and appreciative for them. Because without them, I don't know how I would have gotten through it. But on the flip side of that, if you're a child of an aging parent, which I know my mom is going through this right now, that is also the same kind of busy and frustration because it is like taking care of a child again the roles become reversed and so not only are you taking care of an aging parent but it's it's sad because the roles are reversed you know and I had this epiphany thought I don't know whatever you want to call it a few weeks ago. I'm going to tell you the story, and I'm sorry if it's long and drawn out, but I think that this will help you understand where I'm coming from. My mom's mom is 96. I think 96. 96 or 97. It's terrible that I can't remember that. But anyway, she, um, she had always lived by herself. She never drove. She never learned how to drive a car. Uh, she was the type of, of story you hear about that from years ago, she got married really young. I think she was 14 when she got married, and she was 16 when she had her first child, and that seems unbelievable. So she ended up not ever learning how to drive, and she was always dependent on other people to get her places, but she always lived on her own, and she's lived on her own. Up until just this past September, we had moved her into an apartment complex for the aging. You had to be 55 or older to live there, and you had to be buzzed in to get in, but there was no assistance there other than that. She lived there until September, and because she had fallen and broken her hip and she needed rehabilitation. And she did well with it. you know, this one of those things they would always say, well, she's not going to survive the surgery maybe. Well, she's not going to do this. You know there's so many times where we thought she wasn't going to make it. She survived. She went through the physical therapy like a champ. But she went back to her apartment before she was really ready to be back there by herself. but she's stubborn can't tell her anything and she wanted to go back and be there and so her kids, you know, they tried to make an arrangement for, they hired somebody to come and, you know, be there for her and she did okay for a while but she was needing more and more assistance. And so they finally they made the decision that in September she had to go to assisted living and of course she fought kicking and screaming. She fought kicking and screaming to go to the apartment too because she had lived in her own home for so many years and we took her out of that home and it wasn't safe anymore because it was falling down around her because it just we couldn't keep it up so we moved her to that apartment and then now we were moving her to assisted living and that was like a kicking screaming you know the first couple of weeks were a big adjustment for her she didn't like it you know um but we noticed after she had been there for a while she was doing really well she's always been a keep quiet kind of keep to herself person and she made friends she had people she sat with They came to her birthday party that we had for her, which was not like her. I mean, she didn't have friends before, and now she was making friends. They made her walk to dinner and lunch and breakfast every day, and in her apartment, she didn't walk that much, so her legs were getting a lot better. She was getting therapy. She seemed to us a lot better. But the place kept making comments to my mom like, well, She's losing weight. She's gonna to have to leave if she keeps losing weight. You know, they kept making comments to her like that. And we would talk to her and say, You need to go to dinner. And she's you know, anything we said to her, then she she would do. She's like, I'm doing what you're telling me to do. Well, this was a few days before Christmas. They called my mom and said, You have to get her out immediately. You have to find a place for her. Now this is Thursday, Christmas was Tuesday. And my mom said, you know, what? You know, Christmas is Tuesday. Can we have some more time? We didn't get 30 days notice. We had a week. And they said, well, we'll give you until that following Thursday. We had a week. And we had to find a place for her. And my mom said, well, I, I don't know how to get her a place in a week. You know, I'll, you know she's got to get on a list. And they said, well, well, we'll help you find a place. Well, they found her a place in a nursing home in a place they said she needs memory care which her short-term memory is getting worse but she can tell you all about her childhood and honestly i just really think that's an aging thing but they didn't want to mess with her so they made her move out family instead of celebrating christmas and being a happy time we were moving all of her stuff and trying to figure out what to do with it and we had to move her into this nursing home and i will give a shout out to all of the people who work at this facility because they're awesome and they've been so nice to her and we cannot complain about them at all but it is a memory care facility so a lot of the people carried baby dolls and they really don't make sense and my grandma has most of her what's about her most of the time it's just things here and there but she really doesn't have anyone she can talk to because people don't make sense there and I am not belittling anyone by any means but they're just on a different level there mentally probably because their mental their memory has progressed far worse than my grandma so they're just at different stages so she doesn't have anyone to talk to. And she had just begun to make friends at the other place and was used to having people to talk to and who came to see her. And now she doesn't have anyone to talk to in there. And we try to go visit her as often as we can to try to talk to her and keep her you know, engaged in conversation. But it is sad, very sad to go and see her And to know that that's really not the place for her, but there's no in-between place unless you have money. And she doesn't. She has Medicaid because, you know, she she didn't work much in her life. She was a stay-at-home mom, and her husband worked, and he was a coal miner for, I think, a lot of years. And, you know, they just didn't have a lot. So she's dependent on the government for finding her a place to stay, and it's inadequate. Um, and it's just sad, and it's a lot of strain on my mom, because she's the main one who's had to oversee everything, and she does have, she has four siblings right now. She had five siblings. One's passed away four that are alive and one who really does try to help but also has a lot of health issues herself. So it's really just down to them and it's a strain on them a lot. And I feel bad for my mom because I can see the strain on her. And it's like the people who have young children, I see the strain on them. I remember the strain myself. You love your children, but at times it's like, oh, how can I do this? I'm so tired. But the sad thing about the story, too, is as I went to visit my grandma, we just went tonight to visit with her. And we sat with her while she ate dinner. And it was just sad because she would talk to us and say, you know, these people in here, they don't understand what's going on. So she has enough sense about her to know that she's different from people there. And she also, you know, we went to tell her goodbye and she grabbed my hand and said, you have to get me out of here. I'm gonna go crazy if I stay in here. And that just like, it hurts your heart, you know, and it kills you because if I could take her in and take care of her, I would in a minute, but I, I'm a single mom and I work and I, she needs somebody to have 24 hour care and I don't have an extra bedroom. You know, it's the struggle of what do you do? You know, where? what do you do? And you have to look at her and just say, it's going to be okay. And, you know, you know she has to stay there and there's no other place. It's heartbreaking. And I know that many of you that are out there are probably facing the same kinds of situation. And they just don't understand. And I watched tonight as my mom fed her because her sight is getting worse, and she can't see to feed herself. Like, she tries, but she's dipping the spoon in her soup and not really getting anything because she can't see that there's nothing on her spoon. And then even tonight she said, I ordered soup, but I don't know what they gave me, and it was chicken noodle soup, you know, my mom telling her, this is soup, mom, and her not understanding, and it's sad and it's heartbreaking. And I know that there are so many of you out there who are also dealing with this, you're busy either as parents or as caretakers of your parents. And it's sort of the same thing. Because when your kids are little, you do everything for them. And when your parents become older, and they need care, it's like having a kid again. And it's it's worse though because you're used to them taking care of you and now those roles are reversed and it's it's sad but i, I mean i can tell you a few weeks ago i went to visit my grandma and i was sitting with her at mealtime and she was stabbing her fork into nothing because she couldn't see that nothing was attaching to her fork and so i had to put the fork in the food and f- put it up to her mouth and feed her. And I felt bad in a way because I thought, you know, I don't want to embarrass her that I'm feeding her. And then in a way too, I thought this is so weird because she did this for me when I was little. I mean, I can remember my grandma feeding me and, you know, providing for me. And now the tables are turned and I'm doing that for her. And it's such a strange feeling. So if any of you out there have gone through this or are going through it now, I sympathize because it's tough. It's very tough. And the whole reason I wanted to do this podcast is just to let you know that those of you who are busy being parents or being caretakers for your parents know that I see your struggle and that it's going to be okay. And I wanted to do a meditation with you to help you relax and ground yourself because you have to take care of yourself. And when it is the responsibility for you to take care of others, either your children or parents, that's so much responsibility placed on you. And it's such a... a, Burden, and I don't say that in a negative way. I just mean that it is a stress for you. And even though you love doing it, I love being a mom and I love being able to help with my grandma, but it is still stressful and you need to be able to relax and release from that because you have to take care of yourself first. If you don't take care of yourself, then you're not doing them any good. And I think about my own mom when I say this, because I I see the... There's so many emotions there. The the hurt, because she she thinks that her mom thinks that she put her there and that she's to blame, and she's hurt by that. I see the frustration because she knows that she really doesn't belong in that setting but there's not a better setting for her because they don't you know no other place we could afford or would take her insurance and I see the exhaustion because she goes from her job she's supposed to be retired and this woman works more than I ever will she subs and is doing a long-term sub position and then she goes from there to visit my grandma and then sometimes to a second job and I don't know how she does it all honestly and the burnout is real and it's there and I know from other people who are also having to deal with their elderly parents that it's a very real thing and it's a very real thing with children too it's easy to become burned out, but I just I wanted you to know that I I see you. I know what you're going through. I understand, and it's going to be okay. It's going to get better. And I want to do a prayer for you to help you, and I also want to do a guided meditation, but I pulled a card for you really quickly. I wanted to give you a message from spirit, and the card I pulled, this is from It is from the deck, Butterfly Oracle Cards for Life Changes. It's by Doreen Virtue. And I know that some people have mixed feelings about her because she suddenly changed her views about tarot cards. But my belief is they're still useful. They still have messages, and we're just going to go ahead and go with that And the card that I pulled is called Heavenly Signs, and it says, Have you been seeing a lot of butterflies lately, dear one? This card comes to you as one of many signs you're receiving from above to let you know that you're loved and watched over. Heaven frequently dispatches butterflies to signal that a passed-on loved one is happy and sending you encouragement. Additional signs may include birds, feathers, and rainbows, or something else in nature. Or your signs might involve coins, music, or other human-made items. You're asked to notice and trust these signs so that you'll feel heaven's presence in your daily life. When you know that you're watched over and loved, you feel safer and more secure following the path of your dreams. Additional meanings are that an anniversary or birthday, answered prayers, achieving big dreams one step at a time. So to me this goes along with today's message because i feel like a lot of our loved ones see the burdens and see the struggles that we go through in our lives whether it's with raising children or with helping to take care of our elderly parents and i know that they're constantly around us they see what you're doing and they are proud of you for helping out for taking over And know that your efforts have not gone unnoticed. So keep being the strong person that you are and know that you can always call on your spiritual team for help. But remember that self-care is so important. It is so vital for you to take care of yourself first because we can't help others. We can't fill others' cups when our cups are empty. And I'm a firm believer in that. So I wanted to do a quick prayer with you. If you're a parent, if you are taking care of someone who is elderly, even if you just have a lot of responsibilities in life and you're feeling overwhelmed or overburdened, I want to do a quick prayer with you to help you to ask our spiritual team to come in and maybe lift some of the burdens from you. And then I want to do a quick meditation with you to help you relax and get grounded. And the meditation you can do, you can pause it and go get yourself relaxed. You could do it before bed or just anytime you need a little break. But I I really felt the need to just tell you that I understand how difficult it can be and know that you are doing the best job that you can do. And don't let people make you feel bad or judge you for the type of parent you are or for how you're taking care of your your parents or elderly loved ones. You know, we are doing the best that we can, and that's all you can do. And I know that it is not easy, but I know that you're doing your best. So I'm, I'm going to call in Archangel Michael to be with us here to help give you strength and to protect you. And I'm going to ask Archangel Uriel to come in to help you shoulder some of the emotional burdens that you're carrying from this responsibility and to give you some peace. So if you want to close your eyes now or if you're driving, don't close your eyes, please, but you can just follow along. Archangel Michael and Archangel Uriel, we ask that you would come in and be with us as we are caretakers, either for our small children or our aging parents or both. As we travel throughout our busy lives and our busy day, we ask that you would surround us, protect us, and help us to see that we're doing the very best we can. Help us to be easy on ourselves, gentle with ourselves, and to know that we don't have to be perfect, we just have to show up. Help us to find peace and quiet in the moments when possible, and to know that all will be well. Thank you for being with us. Amen. So now I'm going to do the guided meditation. If you are not into the guided meditation you don't have time you can come back to it later if you're driving you can listen along but certainly you obviously can't do the meditation where you have your eyes closed you can listen to it but you can come back to that later if you need to pause this to go find a comfortable spot you can either sit up or lie down it's totally up to you this is a relaxation um Meditation. So if you want to lie down, it's fine. If you fall asleep, it's no big deal. So go ahead and pause this if you need to, to find a comfortable spot. All right. I want you to focus on your breathing. Take a deep breath in. And as you breathe out, I want you to let go of any worries, any problems, any stress. Just let it go. And again, take a nice, deep breath in and breathe out any worries, any problems, any stress. Just let it go. And again, another nice, deep breath. Breathing out any worries, any problems, any stress. Just let it go. I want you to continue focusing on your breathing. Noticing the rising and falling of your chest as your body becomes more and more relaxed. Your shoulders are relaxed all the way down your back. You just feel so super relaxed. And now I want you to imagine that you've just walked into the beautiful forest. There are beautiful trees everywhere. You hear birds chirping. You feel the sun shining on your face and you can feel the cool, soft grass beneath your feet. And you notice that there's a beautiful path And I want you to make your way on that path. You're walking along the path, feeling a soft, cool breeze on your back. Just taking in all of the beauty of this forest. You smell the beautiful trees and flowers, hearing the birds chirping. Your body feels so very relaxed. You can hear the sound of a waterfall off in the distance. I want you to make your way towards the sound of that waterfall. As you approach this waterfall, you notice the splendor of it. The mountain that it's running down is so tall. It's green and brown. The water is so beautiful. You can hear it cascading down the side of this mountain. There's a rock right in front of this waterfall. I want you to make your way over to this rock and have a seat. And as you're sitting here, take a look around and notice your surroundings. You hear the sound of the beautiful water. So pure. Water is so clearing. It heals you. You feel the sun shining on your face. You see the beautiful blue sky overhead. You can hear the birds chirping as they're sitting in the trees. And you feel a soft cool breeze on your back. I want you just to take in the scenery and enjoy its splendor. You notice that a deer, a beautiful, majestic deer, is walking towards you on this path. beautiful creature is an animal created by God, this is a very spiritual animal. This deer seems to look you directly in the eyes. And as this deer begins to walk closer to you, it may have messages. From your guides or departed loved ones, I just want you to take a moment to look this deer in the eye, receive any messages that may be, and just relax. And now, you get a sense that you are in the presence of the divine. And the divine wants you to know that you are one with the divine. You are a beloved child. You are truly loved and blessed and the Divine is so proud of all the things you've accomplished for always taking care of others but the Divine wants you to know that it's so important for you to take care of yourself be kind and gentle with yourself for you are important as well that you are a beloved child of the Divine. And there are more than enough blessings for you. You are worthy and deserving of them. You are doing a job well. And your departed loved ones are so thankful that you are helping with your family members. And they also want you to know that you need to take care of yourself. You always put others first, and it's time to put yourself first. The universe is proud of you and loves you very much and wants you to know that you are deserving of love and abundance. And so now I want you to get up. You're going to make your way back to the edge of the forest. And as you make your way back on that path, Take another look around and take in the beauty and splendor of the forest, noticing the beautiful trees and flowers, smelling their fragrance, hearing the birds chirping, feeling the sun on your face, hearing that beautiful waterfall. Now as you are at the edge of the forest I want you to slowly start coming back. You can slowly begin to wiggle your fingers and toes. And when you feel totally ready you can open your eyes once more. I want you to take a few more deep cleansing breaths. As you breathe in, you're breathing in healing energy. And as you breathe out, you're letting go of any problems, any worries, any stress. Just let it go. And again, another deep healing breath in. Breathe out any worries, any problems, any stress. Just let it go. And you can do this meditation anytime you need to, anytime you're feeling stressed. You don't even have to do a guided meditation. If you just need to take a moment to sit in stillness and practice focusing on your breathing. And as you're breathing out, you're imagining that all of that stress is just gone. You're letting it go. I know we can't let go of stress all the time but we can let it go for the time being. And that's long enough to give us the break that we need so that we can be replenished to carry on, to continue caring for those people. I want you to know that you're doing a very good job. And if no one's told you that, I'm telling you that. I see the struggles that you go through I see the worries. I know what it's like, and I know you're doing the best you can, and that's good enough. Don't be so hard on yourselves. If you need Reiki, you can check that out. You can check out the card readings that I have or the one-on-one coaching. It's all on my website. As always, I do appreciate you listening. I love hearing from you guys. I just received another sweet message from someone saying they found my podcast. I love that. I love hearing that. It makes what I do worthwhile. So thank you guys for that. And I hope that you will have a wonderful day. Please do not let yourselves burn out. You are so worthy and deserving of love and abundance. I am sending you massive love and light. Take care of yourselves and take care of others. Have a beautiful day, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.